0: If you're looking for a trusted source to help you stay on top of the ever-changing financial world of investing, retirement and estate planning, and asset protection, whether it's for you and your family or your small business, you're in the right place. This is the 1715 Treasure Coast Financial Wellness Podcast, where we'll keep you up to speed with the latest market news and conditions every week. Now, here's your host... Thomas Davies. Well,
1: hello, and welcome to another edition, the casual edition of the 1715 Treasure Coast Financial Wellness Podcast. My name is Thomas Davies. I'm a wealth advisor here in Stewart, Florida. And welcome. A lot of things to talk about this week. Uh, busy week in the markets, and uh, couldn't mention, fail to mention the heat. Man, it's hot. Hopefully, uh, you're able to get out of the heat and uh, it's certainly affecting everyone around the country uh you know stay safe out there and stay hydrated because it is hot and uh hopefully we'll get a break here uh certainly in florida it's it's been in the uh, high 90s uh mid 90s and uh, man it's hot but uh, anyway hopefully you're staying hydrated and staying safe so something in the news today meta's threads has hit 70 million signups mark zuckerberg says well we're on threads here And uh, it's interesting, you haven't had a chance really to play with it too much, but this is direct competition to Twitter. It looks a lot like it, but uh, tell me what your thoughts are Uh, so far. It's uh, pretty interesting, haven't had a chance really to play with it too much, but uh, it's certainly going to be interesting and see how the competition to Twitter uh, heats up. Uh, Another social media channel that uh, we're all going to have to be on, right? Uh, this one is pretty seamless through Instagram, and uh, you know, does Mark Zuckerberg have another hit on his hands? Something to talk about this week: CDs. Uh, you know, CDs are paying five percent, maybe more than five percent, depending on what bank. Um, and and it's great uh, as interest rates has risen. And I've mentioned this in the past, but don't put all your money in there. Uh, it is CDs are not for long term investing. Uh, you want to make sure that, you know, we talk about diversification and, and different assets in different places. Um, although that 5% is certainly appealing, um, just so you know that generally the stock market returns anywhere from 65 to 7% on average historically. Um, so you want to make sure that uh, you're not using CDs as a long-term investment strategy. Yes, it's safe um and it certainly is appealing at five percent but once again uh you know you just don't want to use that uh, for everything that you have going into one place Um, next week all important cpi next week Uh, this week certainly was affected by the comments about possibly raising interest rates more Um, how many more interest rate raises can the economy hold and uh and take you know before it breaks i think that's the the big question Uh, most economists say that we could probably absorb another one or two maybe even three interest rate raises Um, but certainly we're getting to that tilting point that most people feel that uh, if they go above and beyond that that they're just going to crash the the economy and the local banks so we'll see we'll see what the numbers say next week we'll talk about it on next week's podcast Um, Those inflation numbers, if they come in hot and it's not uh, in the declining fashion, which they like, uh, we could be talking another 50 basis points raise. Um, Certainly the employment numbers set everything on fire this week and, uh, you know, certainly made for a mess uh, trading yesterday for sure. Uh, You know, the depressed sentiment in the... Outlook right now in the economy is that we're looking at an imminent recession. Um, is it a soft landing? Is it a hard landing? Boy, it seems like we've been talking about this for a year or more, um, this recession. When is it going to come? Are we already in it? Uh, you know, it's uh, what do you do? You know, so the questions are you, you have asset allocation. You be prepared. Um, you know, I've talked about this in many of the episodes, uh, having your assets Diversified into different places and working in different areas. Certainly, right now, with the corporate bond market, uh, corporate bond market paying you know anywhere from four, five, six, seven percent, uh, going up on the risk scale, and certainly those are some places that uh, you might be able to hide. It didn't work last year as both stocks and bonds uh, both went down. Um, so. You know, you really got to look at your risk out there and say, okay, if this recession is coming, uh, is my business recession-proof? Uh, how much of an income hit am I going to take in my business if business starts to slow down? Um, so those are things that you certainly want to look at. Um, what's ahead of the U.S. economy? Um, is it recession? Is it more inflation? Uh, are we in deflation? Uh you know, it's certainly some of the great questions to ask, and, and unfortunately, only time will tell uh, to see what kind of damage ha- has been done. Uh, certainly, commercial real estate is, is feeling the headwinds with the credit uh, conditions, income pressure, and elevated refinancing needs over the next two years. Uh, I think I mentioned last week on the podcast that Morgan Stanley came out and said that commercial real estate is going to be hit harder than it was in 2008. Um, So that is kind of a scary outlook there uh, as, you know, the work from home. And uh, one of the things that I always watch is credit. So those are some things that are happening uh, right now. Uh, This is an interesting stat I thought I would share that by uh, Goldman Sachs study come out saying that by cutting the gender employment gap in half could boost the global GDP by 6%. 6%. I mean, that's a lot. Um, You know, certainly that gender gap uh in this country and other countries uh you know it's gotten better um but there's definitely a lot of room for improvement uh and that's a another debate for another time but uh it certainly needs improvement and uh, i can only tell you that most studies that i've read that have women in the boardroom generally do better um so six percent is a lot from global gdp Goldman Sachs come out and said why U.S. stocks may rally more than expected this year. They believe that the rally may have room to run. Uh, they feel that there is more uh, room here towards the end of the year. We've had a pretty good run so far. it be interesting to see how much further the, uh, the market can run from here. Uh, So one of the things this week, uh, the topic this week is passive income. Uh, It's a topic that came up this week and I thought I would talk about it a little bit. And as most people get into retirement or are in retirement, uh, you know, that income stream has stopped. And how do you replace it? And how do you replace it in a passive manner uh, since you've, you've stopped working? And so I thought this was a great question. So there are many ways uh, to create passive income, uh, starting with real estate, the stock market, uh, peer-to-peer lending, a little sketchy there, uh, e-commerce, boy, you go on uh, YouTube or any of the social media and you, you type in passive income and, and it's just, there's all sorts of stuff um, from creating eBooks to selling stuff on Amazon. Um, you know, and then maybe that's something that you would like, um, to do, you know, in in your time, uh, you know, like I said, with the digital products and, and, and some of the e-commerce, uh, but for me here at Davies Wealth Management, we're going to focus pretty much on, uh, dividend type paying stocks, bonds, uh, mutual funds, ETFs, uh, and any type of investment that's really going to create income into the portfolio, uh, you know because in today's fast-paced world creative passive income strategy has to be a desirable goal for many individuals the idea of generating a steady stream of income with minimal effort is undeniably appealing um, how great is it to be able to you know set everything up and just have it generate income um, however building a successful passive income strategy requires careful planning dedication and willingness to adapt to changing market dynamics. Uh, You know, this is something that I put in an article out today on on passive income and some steps to do that. So we'll talk about that. What are the steps? So the first step you have to do is define your goal and identify your passions. Um, You know, this passive income journey is vital to identify your financial goals um, and align them with your passions. Uh, you know, and, and we're going to talk about here in this podcast, uh, you know, if you have a passion for the stock market and investments, you know, we're going to talk about that. I'm not going to go too much into some of the other uh, things that are out there, as mentioned, whether it be uh, selling stuff on Amazon, creating eBooks, selling online, um, and, you know, in real estate. Uh, when it comes to real estate, I like the Real Estate Investment Trusts. Um, they generally produce a nice income stream, anywhere from 8 to 10% um, but you are going to put your principal at risk, um, and that's ultimately what it is. I'd like to joke and say that uh, John Wayne's famous saying when it came to investing was I don't care about my return on principal more than my return of principal, and so that's what we're going to talk about. Um, You want to make sure you research step number two, the right passive income streams. Um, And I just talked about all them, real estate, so on and so forth, uh, stock market, online. And, you know, so you want to research everything when you're doing that. Uh, Build and nurture your passive income assets. Uh, You know, so if you are building an income portfolio, Um, How do you do that? And I'm gonna kind of stop on the steps right here and talk about how you build a passive income portfolio. And there's a lot of ways you can do that, whether that be corporate bonds, municipal bonds. Maybe you pay a lot of taxes or you have a lot of tax issues. Municipal bonds can certainly uh, subside. A lot of the the tax strategies that are out there as far as uh, receiving tax-free income. Uh, You know, but munis and corporates are certainly one of the ways to go. There are a lot of ETF exchange traded funds out there. Maybe you don't have the time to pick individual bonds and sort through all the different listings and the different rating agencies. And, you know, are they investment grade? Are they non-investment grade? Are they stable? Are they negative? Uh, whatever the rating agencies has rated them, maybe you don't have the time to do that and you can look into an exchange-traded fund that has a basket of those different types of municipal bonds or corporate bonds in an ETF strategy, Um, and depending on what they yield. Uh, Now, the investment grade, you have the high yield, you have, you know, which is more risk. Obviously, the lower yield, the safer they are, whether they go from a AAA rating being the best Down to triple B, so on and so forth, down to the C ratings, and we want to talk about ratings below that, Um, you know. But it's also risk in the portfolio and how much you want to put into risk uh, inside your portfolio. Other than that, uh, you can also look at some different mutual funds. Uh, They're basically the same as an ETF. Uh, They're going to do the work for you. They're going to look. At all the individual bonds, and you know, go through the ratings, and you can basically pick that mutual fund or ETF based on the ratings that are inside the underlying portfolio. Because you're going to do the homework like you normally do, and you're going to look and see uh, what's inside that portfolio held. Now they're also dividend-paying stocks. There's a lot of stocks out there that will pay dividends anywhere from. 0.25%, which doesn't do you any good. Um, upwards of 7-8%. Uh, you know, there's a few out there right now. AT&T and Verizon are up in that 7 plus uh, percent range. Uh, but if you look at their track history, over the last five years, your principal has been at risk. Um, it's actually declined over the last five years. Not by much, um, but certainly you're paying for that that dividend. And can those dividends be sustainable? Um, that's one of the ways that you can look uh, is with dividend paying stocks, add some ETFs, maybe even some mutual funds. Um, there are some higher yielding stocks. Um, but I will warn that the higher the yield you get in some of these individual stocks, the higher the risk you're going to put your principal at risk. So those are some things to think about. Um, I've mentioned uh, real estate investment trusts, Um, That is another way in the stock market that you can do this is by adding those REITs into your portfolio Um, and they usually are generally a little higher yielding um, dependent on what the underlying REIT holds in its uh, portfolio. Something else we can talk about too is annuities Um, and annuities can be a completely separate podcast Um, and we're just talking about income today. Um, and passive income, and there are many annuities out there that have uh, income strategies that will pay you for life. And basically, how that works out is you use up your principal first, and you outlive. You get paid uh, the income stream to the end of your life, and you know based upon how much premium you put up is depending on how much you will get back in income. Uh, and some for some people that's great. Uh, they have an immediate annuity, uh, there's variable annuities, there's fixed index annuities. Uh, there's all types of annuities uh, that can uh, create that passive income. Uh, and, and so those are some things that you also want to look at um, are the annuities. And so with that, uh, those are a few things that you certainly want to look into in the uh public markets uh, that are available for passive income. Uh, That's a few ideas. Hopefully you can run with those. Uh, Once again, if if you have questions uh, and anything directly, please give me a call. Uh, My number will be in the uh, YouTube and also uh, at the end of the podcast. And like I said, hopefully that gives you a couple ideas. It's really uh, depending upon your risk and your risk tolerance, and how much you're willing to put that money at risk for the income. Um, It's gotten better these days with interest rates being raised. um, And if they do raise interest rates again, uh, the fixed income market will actually give you better, higher yields. Uh, You know, but the unfortunate part is that, you know, you just can't have your cake and eat it too. Meaning, you know, you can't have all the income and then have all the growth. Um, there is a trade-off, and generally the higher the income, the lower the growth. Um, it's just generally a trade-off there. It's not always that way, uh, but certainly it can be the trade-off that uh, you know, really is the deciding factor in risk. Um, do I want a little more income? Do I want a little more growth? Um, and sometimes you have to decide which is more important, that income or growth. And I've talked about in the past that growth and income as you age, uh, you be you get more income than you do growth. Um, and whereas when you're younger, it's all about growing your assets, uh, not so much about income. But once again, that uh, income stream gets turned off, and you just got to figure out how to how to do that. And you know, with all that being said, you have to have a budget. You have to understand how much money it is that you need. And and, and even if you have more than enough. You still have to have a basic understanding of how much you're spending on a yearly basis. Um, and so by having a budget, and it can be a simple budget, it doesn't have to be complex, but just an idea of what, you know, your your income needs are. Because um, a lot of people will come in and they say, well, I need income out of my portfolio. Well, how much income do you need will also dictate how much risk you need to take inside your portfolio um depending on how much money you have also and you want to set those goals and needs inside that portfolio along with your income as part of your needs so that's going to be it this week uh the casual edition of the 1715 treasure coast financial wellness podcast once again my name is thomas davies i'm a wealth advisor here in stewart florida I hope you have a great weekend, and I am
0: out. Thank you for listening to the 1715 Treasure Coast Financial Wellness Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend who might like it. And please rate, comment, and subscribe. If you'd like to contact us, find more information, or if you'd like to keep up with us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or LinkedIn, check out our website at www.tdwealth.net. Have a great day and we'll talk to you next week.